This episode is brought to you by Command Creative Studios. Looking to jump into the podcast world and start making your own content? Command Creative Studios is your one-stop shop for professional podcasts. With a team of audio engineers, music composers, and graphic designers, Command Creative Studios can get your podcast sounding professional as well as looking professional with custom music and artwork that's designed for your creative vision. Command Creative Studios also offers editing, mixing, as well as uploading your content to all major podcast services. For more information, please visit commandcreativestudios.com. That's commandcreativestudios.com. here we go (laughs) episode nine look for the light the last of us here we go season finale max was it everything you hoped it would be and then some oh that's a complicated question you think so yeah because you know we both played the game and we kind of knew what was coming now i guess you could ask how you think it was executed right um but I'm, i'm actually disappointed we were talking about this off air that you know the fact that you knew what was happening kind of took some of the, f- I don't want to say fun, but it took the the surprise of, you know, Christmas morning out of it. I'll put it that way. I mean, but that's really how the whole season's gone. If you're looking at it that way. Well, but- no, the other stuff in the season are like, not, they're not Christmas. This, 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 when you play the game or, you know, the stuff that happens in this episode is like, wow, there's, it's a, it's a big kind of culminating event. Right. And it's not like, oh, look, you know, they recreated, <laughs> you know, this, you know, little scene here. Right. This is a major epic thing that happens at the end. It's much more different than knowing, you know, oh, she's immune and stuff like that. Right. I mean, that's, it's the small little stuff that they recreate that mimic from the game is one thing this is this is the thing you know well this episode did i think stay the most faithful to the actual video game than Mm -hmm. any of the other episodes which you know part of that was really like good that was a good thing and the other part of it i guess Mm -hmm. was a bad thing depending on how you want to look at it yeah but overall I, i still think it was a good episode um we can dive in piece by piece if you want to i think we should Piece by piece, there's like three main pieces. That's it's, all there is. It, it's midnight, man. I'm I'm kind of getting a little delirious already. I'm just falling off, falling off. It's fine, it's fine. But you know, this episode did did give us though. Is my wife's gonna love me saying this? Return of the soft opening, which I liked it a lot. So we did get a chance to see basically the birth of Ellie and um, why she's immune. Yeah, she's we immune. and we we discovered how she's immune. And so last last episode, when we did the deep dive of episode eight, I did say my theory was that um, the mom was going to get bit during childbirth. And I will say that I was right, but in a way I was wrong because it actually wasn't my theory. It was my wife's theory. And she, when she listened to the podcast, she was a little upset that I took, I took her credit. And um, <laughs> I didn't do it intentionally. I kind of just uh, forgot that she had already previously said it, like most of the things that she says to me. I guess I forget. <laughs> Don't get in trouble, man. I'm already in trouble. It's fine. It's midnight, so I'm already in trouble. Um, so, yeah. So, her theory was that Ellie's mom was going to get bitten during childbirth, childbirth, and that's exactly what happens. And then little cameo, uh, the mom, Anna, 
um, is played by Ashley Johnson, um, who actually plays Ellie in the actual video game. So now we just got the, we've already seen um, video game Joel, and now we're seeing video game Ellie in this episode. So that was pretty nice. I think she, Ashley, Ashley Johnson did a really good job. And for those of you who do not know who she is in her daytime acting, she did a show called Growing Pains. Growing Pains. And she was Chrissy. She was a, the youngest daughter. Yeah, the young daughter. Young, young daughter. The youngest daughter. <laughs> the youngest daughter. Um, she kind of still looks the same, to be honest she with you. She looks exactly yeah, the same. Which is kind of weird. Yeah. But anyway, so we get to see that in the opening scene. Um, and it looks like, it looks like, I'm guessing Ellie already popped out and then she gets bit, but the umbilical cord's still connected. That's what it kind of looked like, right? Yeah, it was It was all abs- one f- fluid motion, I'll call it. <laughs> man. <laughs> oh, man. So, I mean, it, it was, it was overall, it was a good scene. And then you get, and then you get to see uh, the connection between Marlene and um, Ellie's mom. Uh, Known each other for a long time. Anna. Yeah, I guess they've, they've been friends since they were kids. Yeah, before the pandemic. Uh, uh, apocalypse. The apocalypse, yeah. And uh, Anna uh, makes Marlene promise to take care of Ellie, and then she also wants her to kill her. Yep. Uh, so that way she doesn't turn. Marlene hesitates for a little bit. She gives the baby to like her. I'm assuming one of her number ones, who's an idiot, because she <laughs> so says comical. cover the baby's ears, and that guy doesn't do anything. No. She, Marlene goes and shoots Anna, and you still see the baby's ears exposed, and so that guy should get fired. Well, <laughs> you know, Marlene's hesitation there is going to come back to haunt her again later on as well. Like some some things you just got to just go, man, just do it. It's true. Not half pregnant to keep in the line of pregnancy here. <laughs> <laughs> keep going. Oh, man. You okay over there? I'm sorry. Okay, so now we go to the present time and you see uh, Ellie and Joel, they're still... On their quest, they're on their mission, they're, you know, whatever we want to call this, they're... You can see Ellie is a little different still from what's ha- what happened at the, you know, She's with the cannibals out. and yeah. stuff. And and Joel, you can immediately see he looks like a new man. You know, he's a little more upbeat. He's like call spry. It. Yeah, he, he like, looks he's spry. Like spry. He's like, happy. Spring he's like, is treating him well. Hey, check out what I found. I found yeah. some... some uh, uh, Chef Boyardee ravioli. Beforino, wasn't it? Beforino. We're having a meal tonight. <laughs> yeah. He's like super excited to like be on this Because like, she this was journey excited the first time she had it yeah. way back when, right? Episode two or three, whichever one it was. Um, but yeah, uh, he, he looks like a completely different person. And he, I guess, he, I don't want to say he's trying to cheer her up, but she's obviously gone through what she went through. And right. she's still, you know, I don't want to call it healing, but she's still recovering, let's say, from that. And he's, you know. I mean, he's. I mean, I don't know how much time has passed in between, but he seems it's spring for, now. What was it? Was winter? Before, it was winter. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So decent amount of time. Yeah. So yeah. So she's emotionally still healing, and his his penicillin stab <laughs> seems to be all right because he's he, he moves well in this episode. Let's just say that. Yep. Um. So we fast forward a little bit. Um. We get to see the famous giraffe scene in the video game, which is pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Um. That was that was pretty cool. Um. They go through, it looked like an abandoned building, and uh, there's a nice little scene. Well, I mean, it's whatever, but in the video game, there's a lot of teamwork that these two characters need to do in order to, like, you know, solve puzzles and stuff throughout the game. get through obstacles. Right, and then one of the things that they do is Joel's constantly lifting Ellie up onto second-story buildings to get, like, 
ladders or drop a ladder down from like a fire escape or all these other things. So you finally get to see that mechanic in the show. Yeah. Nice, I, th- I think it was a nice little Easter egg for the people that actually watch the show. And the scene where she like he lifts her up and she gets a ladder and then she kind of just throws it down because she's excited to see something. That's actually, that's pretty much exactly what happens in the game. From what I remember, I still got to play it again. Um, but she's super excited because she sees a giraffe for the first time. just kind of just, you know, out in the wild. It's got like a bunch of little giraffe. It's like in a giraffe little family. Yeah, it, it, giraffes are one of those animals that's unique enough. They've been, they've trekked across the United States and I've seen animals, but giraffe is not one you would see commonly, right? You not know? in the United States, Not in the United States, exactly. <laughs> right. So it's still, there's a, an awe factor whether it's the apocalypse or not. There's still an awe factor of seeing that because, you know, you've seen she's she's hunted rabbits and deer and I'm sure, you know, they've they've run into some wolves that would have been nice to see during this, you know, expansion <laughs> of this show. I mean, I, I'll, I'll save all those anger stuff for Wednesday, but yeah, you know, it's um, it's good to, that she sees something so unique as right, a giraffe. Yeah. Yeah. And she's super excited and Joel's excited because this is the first time I think he's seen her probably even laugh or look happy since the whole, exactly. you know, the thing over at uh, Todd's Steakhouse. <laughs> Todd's Steakhouse. Yeah, because, you know, throughout most of their journey, Ellie was very much a kid, right? A, right. Very much a 14-year-old. Smart-ass kid. At, yeah, yeah. Acting more like a 10-year-old at times even. Sure. And, and you know, what happened at Todd's Steakhouse kind of, you know, I don't want to say hardened her, but changed her a bit. So it was good for him to see her well, being a kid again. I think it's almost. like one of the final steps of like her yeah. maturity or something. Because she's the been, world that it is. She's had to do a lot of stuff in this journey that, oh, you yeah. know, we don't need to go into all of that. That's what previous episodes are for. But <laughs> she's been through her stuff. So, but then after this scene, they go down uh, to where it looks like there was like a, a medical military camp. Yes. And this is uh, information that... You, I mean, you get to see now that their bond is strong enough for now Joel to talk about Sarah to Ellie. Mm-hmm. And that's also something that happens in the video game. But it's very, it's very like, you know, like it's just a normal, like, like it's a normal conversation that he would have with somebody that he loves talking about another loved one. Yeah, right? and then he goes even deeper and he talks, brings up about his suicide attempt. That's right. really going deep. Right. Why he was actually at that place. Because he says like he was there to get stitched treatment, up or something, yeah. treatment. And the story was that he was there because someone missed firing at him. Mm-hmm. And then he tells her, like, no, he was the person that missed, meaning that he tried offing himself and then like he says that he hesitated or something. And so the it gun- was day two, he said too. So yeah. it was literally the day after, you know, his daughter died. Right. Yeah. So. so, I mean, that's, it's, I think it's an important part to that, you know, he shares this information with Ellie and just, you know, just shows how strong their bond is. But I forgot before they actually go down there and have that conversation, Joel does mention to her when they're after they just saw the giraffes and everything, how, they don't have to go through with this. They can actually stop and oh, turn yeah, around. Yeah. That's actually, that's a very important part also because he's telling her that, look, we've gone through all this stuff. We've gone through hell. You know, we've almost died a bunch of times in this journey. You don't have, you've done enough. Like you don't have to keep going. And his reasoning for this is because I think he doesn't want to lose her. Um, I don't think he knows what the ramifications are going to be when he actually gets to the fireflies. But I think he's worried now that the journey that they're on, um, at some point their luck is going to run out. Right. 
<laughs> and so why not, you know, we've gone this far. We know it's behind us. Let's, let's turn around. Let's go back to Tommy's. There's a, a civilization that's there. Yeah. There's an economy. They, you know, you could be a nurse, whatever you want to be. <laughs> like, you know, like you could do whatever you want to do over there. Right. Yeah. And it seems like they've got power. You can live a life. You can live a life. And she says, no, I don't want that. Like, I've got, we've gone this far. I need to see this to the end. Yeah, she's still on her mission. It's, you because know. She thinks her life has, like, and she's purpose. right. Her, her life is probably the most important out of anybody's life right now. Um, yeah. Because she's. As much as they know, she's the only one that's immune. Right. And I think she also wants this journey to not be for nothing. To see all these people that have died on her way there. Yeah. Tess, Sam, um, Henry. Riley. Um, Riley. Um, all these people that she's lost. Um, they can't be for nothing. So this gives like they, this for her, I think gives their death meaning and you know, all the people they've killed on the way, it justifies it. If this is the reason for end goal is to save humanity. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I thought that was a good conversation. So now we can fast forward all the way back down to them talking at the military, um, uh, the medical camp, medical camp. And then, <laughs> This is, I don't know what it is. They're just like, they're goofing off now. Like, it seems like they, it's kind of interesting because it's like the infected don't exist anymore in this, in this show at all. That they're just walking around in a city freely. Cause remember, when they're not in the city and they're kind of like in the wilderness, they're not really supposed to be worried about the infected because yeah. the infected normally go where the people were, right? Yep. So if you're out in the wilderness, there wasn't a lot of people there, so they didn't have to worry about it. But now you're actually in a major city. Well, this city, they said, had gotten bombed, you know, but so that's Kansas still, city? that's weak. Didn't Kansas I mean, City get bombed? Yeah, um, yeah. They, uh, well, I mean, well, so, they said this one's getting bombed, so hey, maybe they- So did they, Boston, Boston, and apparently broke. we found out that there was still, oh, you know, infected in the mall. They had a ton in, in Boston. In the mall, yeah. yeah. So, so it, 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 well, even remember when they were trying, when they were actually went into Boston, that's when the whole network thing was there, and Boston had gotten new. Oh, the network? Remember? What's that? I haven't heard of that. What's <laughs> Save the that network? for Wednesday. <laughs> so, but I, what I'm saying is, like, they're just, like, they're going through, like, uh, these buildings, kind of not even, like, checking out a corner, making sure yeah. there's nothing there. Not infected, not they're very, scavengers. They're, they're more relaxed. They're very relaxed, like too relaxed to the point where he's like. Well, she, they have that conversation. They sit there, and she, after he tells her, you know, that the suicide thing, he 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 basically tells her, intimates her that I think she mentioned time heals wounds, and she was like, "No, it wasn't the time. It's you know, it was you. Yeah, yeah. she didn't say you, but it, it it's you know. No, he, you get I the, think he you did get say the that. Idea. Doesn't, he, doesn't he say that it was you? No, he doesn't say it. Yeah, it's, de it's definitely it's, implied. It's, it's implied. It's 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 she strongly implied. He gets teary. You know? Yeah, so it's yeah. It, 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 just I think her lips started quivering a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it wasn't. It was so emotional. So they were very they're very relaxed at this point. You would think they're in you know right. Well, in their living room. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So they're re they're relaxed. They're they're walking, still trying to find uh uh the fireflies, and then these douchebags come up and flashbang them. <laughs> and it's kind of interesting because you're thinking like, okay, so if you are the Fireflies, you guys are supposed to be the good guys, right? Lookout? You're asking for them to be on lookout? Well, I'm saying, I'm saying, but you're the Fireflies, right? Yeah. So you're supposed to be the good guys and you are on lookout. Okay. Why are you flashbanging like a little girl and probably the dad? That's it. You I don't like the word the good guys. From whose perspective? Well, I mean, let's look at it. They're supposed to be the rebellion. 
Right? Why is the rebellion the I good guys? Well, why is Fedra the bad guys? Fed, well, exactly. That's but that's my what whole I'm point. talking that's about. That's my point. That's how it's been perceived, right? Yeah. That's been how it's been uh, how it's been perceived to us that the Fireflies are the good guys. Or terrorists. These guys are doing. You. They just flashbang a little girl <laughs> and a dad. And it was kind of it was kind of a crap move, but anyways. Yeah, and how come they didn't see them coming? It's not like when you know, just a few minutes earlier they were sitting there having a heart to heart. Right, like, you didn't need to do all that. I feel like you had the drop on them because considering they're reading out of Easily. a book, laughing, you could have just said, "Hey, hands up!" Yeah, did you did stop you enjoy, moving or I'll shoot? Did you enjoy this round of uh, no pun intended? <laughs> so memorable. I don't even. Do you remember one of the lines? I no, I didn't. <laughs> I, when I rewatch that was that was your thing. It was my thing. It's not my thing anymore. Okay. I'll rewatch when I when we do the deep dive on Wednesday. I'll pull out some of the puns and we can rate them from one to ten. Of oh, any of these we really great. don't have to. Oh, but we must now that you just said all that stuff. Anyways, oh, man. all right. So now we fast forward. Now we actually uh, the fire. They he finally brought Ellie to the Fireflies, and Marlene is there. Well, and then we see her. we see Marlene for the first time in the present. Then like, we've seen her, we saw her in episode one, mm-hmm. right? And now we finally seen her again in episode nine. Yeah. So Marlene. Wouldn't have hurt if she was there with the in the Ellie and Riley episode. I'm actually that kinda, wouldn't have hurt. I'm kind of curious to see how long Marlene, did she, Did Marlene actually say how long she's been there waiting for Joel and Tess? Well, in, uh, El, in, uh, no, Ellie? she just mentioned that she came out, they traveled with, she traveled with a team to get out to, you know, wherever they were across and she was amazed that Joel by just, himself I, right. got her there and she, I think she said we, she lost half of her crew which was like five people right. in trekking from, you know, Boston. I wonder if they went through Kansas City or if they <laughs> or if they actually like, you know, we've heard the stories of Kansas City. We, they went around. Let's go around Kansas City. <laughs> but but yeah, that this is the first time you, you saw her. I think they they well, we'll talk about it in another episode, but keep going. Yeah. So, uh, Marlene, yeah, Marlene says how impressed she is with Joel, and she makes a comment how, like, she's, like, now she's in Joel's debt. She's, like, she didn't think she'd ever, like, Joel's, like, yeah. the last person she wanted to, like, owe him anything or something. Yeah. Uh, they have a long history that they could have developed throughout the, the series, but yeah. they obviously well, didn't Well, because Marlene, didn't Marlene dated Tommy at some point, so, yeah, they, she was. Tommy was a firefly and yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of stuff, but they didn't develop any of that in this expanded version of the game, but we'll just keep going. Right. <laughs> uh, so this, okay. So this conversation from what I remember is pretty much true to what happens in the video game where Marlene expresses how important Ellie is and expresses like what Ellie's, yes, uh, I guess cure is, which is yeah. locked into her brain. Yeah. Right. And the only way to, to, you know, get, I, I want to say vaccine, but it's not a vaccine. It's yeah, like it's sort of sort it's, of vaccine. Been, remember World um, World War Z? Yes. Okay. In, in that, they use you know violent diseases to kind of mask mankind from the the, the zombies. Right, yeah. yeah. This is it, it, this is somewhat similar, where they're going to use these these receptors or or to make the fungus feel like you're already infected. We right. don't need to attack you. Right. So it's almost it's kind of it's almost like a camouflage or or it's hide in these stormtrooper outfits and walk around as with amongst stormtroopers so they don't know that you're not a stormtrooper. Right. Pretty much, right? No, I got you. So that's that's what they were we were going to do. It's not a it's it's not really a cure per se, it's just camouflage. Right. In, in a sense. She explains it how Ellie basically needs to have brain surgery and they need to kill Ellie to get the stuff out of her brain so they can make 
yeah. this vaccine, yeah. whatever. Multiply it. Multiply and, it to give it to the masses and yeah. save humanity. And so now- Synthesize it. Synthesize all that beautiful it, stuff. Like that. And so this does not sit well with Joel. Yeah. And exactly what happens in the game. Mm-hmm. And Joel expresses how, you know, he's not happy with it. You know, Marlene says, basically tough. You, you're going to leave. It has him escorted out. And then this is when we get to see angry Joel and, yeah. you know, him just kind of lose his shit and just kill everybody. Well, I don't, I don't think he was, he was angry. Uh, I think he's, well, he is angry. I think there's a lot of things. I think he is angry. I think he's scared. I think he, yeah, you know, that's, I think, he's I think that's the most thing is the fear that he's about to lose Ellie. Like but he, I think it's you know, also angry his, again. His, like his, his, you know, why can't it be anger, anger also? He's angry that he's going to lose a daughter fear, again. Fear is a more powerful emotion to to do the level of execution that the level of damage that he does in there than than anger because right. anger comes and goes. He he was he was angry in that room right when when Marlene when she's talking with Marlene and the other two fireflies in the room. He's angry there. He's pissed. And as they're walking him away, you know you're you're angry there. But then the the fear of you. I'm about to lose. Uh, about it you're about to lose your daughter you're you're angry in the beginning but now fear is really creeping in like oh my goodness i'm about to lose my daughter right now you're really will make you push that fear of losing a loved one will make you they make it makes mothers lift cars right you know what i mean right the the adrenaline starts going like now he's in full i i'm not letting this i'm not going i'm i'm not gonna go out like this so let me ask you a question and i know we normally save this stuff for the wednesday deep dives and stuff what marlene should have shot him right there well (laughs) yeah or they shouldn't even have brought him in to see if he was okay i mean yeah that part too (laughs) but so in the video game okay so in the show flashbanged knocks joel out with you know the if he gets he gets flashbanged and the guy comes and hits him in the the head with the butt of his uh gun knocks him out yep and so then he wakes up and Ellie's already gone being yep. prepped for surgery. In the video game, something similar happens. I can't really remember what it is, but I believe they're, I think they're in a sewer. Um, she's about to drown. Um, he gets, I, something happens where they get separated in the sewer and then uh, fireflies find them. And then he, get, I think he gets knocked out when he gets, wakes up. Same exact scenario. Yeah. She's already getting prepped for surgery. So now imagine if it's a little bit different. So let's say that you get, you know, the good Firefly guys show up and go, hey, hands up. And then he turns around and goes, I'm with, I'm, I found my battery and I've got this girl here. I'm looking for the Fireflies Marlene sent me. I'm like, oh, we've been waiting for you. Come on in. So they get both, es- but they both get escorted in together. Mm-hmm. They sit down. They, you know, Marlene's there. Like, hey, congratulations. You made it. I, I don't, I'm so impressed that you did this, blah, blah, whatever. Great. Wonderful. Let's talk to the doctor. The doctor comes in and explains to them, okay, so yes, you do have the cure. I've run all these tests and yada, yada, yada. This is what we need to do. In order for us, for you to save people's lives, you have to basically sacrifice yourself and have brain surgery. And then, you know, whatever. So that way we can get the cure out of you. Joel's there hearing this information along with Ellie. They both have a conversation. Ellie expresses how much she wants this to happen. Joel becomes okay with it because he's there with her to go through all this information together. Okay. Where, you go to, where, 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 uh, where I'm going with this is, does, it, is, does the outcome still become the same where Joel loses his shit and kills everybody to save her? Because now she knows what's happening. Now you can't just do all these things and then tell her afterwards, oh yeah, there was, turns out there was a whole bunch of other kids 
There's a lot there. There's a lot to unpack there because, like, would you tell them that you're basically going to sacrifice yourself? You're going to tell a child that you know that they're going to die. I don't think you 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 tell a child in any scenario that they're going to die. You know, she's still 14. But, I would still think they would say, "Hey, we're going to do this procedure. You're you're going to be asleep." It's gonna. Everything's gonna be okay. I don't think there's any scenario where you like you're sacrificing your life to or save mankind. Or shit, even that. Why, like, or even if you just present it that way, hey, you need to have this procedure. Yeah, exactly. And then you should. Everything should be fine. Yeah, and then Joel and then, would probably ask, like, wait, you're gonna go into her brain? Is this is all thing? Oh yeah, I'm a brain surgeon. I've done this a, a, a million times. She's gonna be okay. That's how you, it would. It should should play out in. In that scenario, they're I, never going to be like. I think it's well, how it played out for risk. her, isn't it? Because they said that she already knew she was going to have surgery, but they didn't tell her that she was going to die. Didn't yeah, they say they, something like they, that? Yeah, she, I think she said they, they gave her her they gave her a soft little thing that you know, whatever. Probably should have told Joel that she, she didn't even know. Like when she wakes up in the the back of the the minivan, she didn't know. She was like, "Drugs? What drugs?" You know, right. they kind of basically drugged her. I guess what I'm saying is, if Joel was there to process the information along with her, and then had a chance to say goodbye. Does Joel do what he does? Yes, because I don't even think they, it gets to that point. <laughs> you don't think it what? I don't even think Joel lets her go get get uh what's the the uh, uh what's the 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 outfit that they wear? Oh, the gown. Oh, the gown. My wife would Hosp be pissed off. She's a gown? nurse. Yeah. yeah, I don't think you can get to the hospital gown. He wouldn't. He wouldn't allow that. You know, uh, because th think about it, it. It's your kid, right? We we both have kids, right? You know, I just think it's a lot of information sprung at him when he just woke up from getting knocked out. So then, yeah. now you get all this information, but then to know that you'll never, you're never going to see her again. Like you never had a chance. I'm surprised they even told them. They shouldn't even have told them anything. They they're like, oh, Ellie is, you know, she got a little flashbang, you know, a little concussion. She's being treated for the concussion. She'll be out real soon. Like in this scenario, you you you, the, they've been together for months now. You know, and obviously very tightly for them to have crossed from Boston all the way to Utah and, you know, survive. And you can see in his face his general concern because the first thing he's uttering out of his mouth is, where's Ellie? How's Ellie? Where's right. Ellie? Right. Like, so you should pick up on that and be like, oh, they have a connection here. This is not cargo, like he said in that famous scene in the, in the pickup show. Your cargo. Like, Leadership again has failed. Marlene, as the leader, should see <laughs> this. This whole se season is bad leadership. She she sees. She should she should pick up on their emotional connection. And he could have gave her. He she could have given him a same BS story that he gave her by time, or just just shoot him right then and there. Yeah, I will agree with the whole. You obviously you know that Joel. I mean, she already knew Joel's reputation. She yes. already knew who Joel was. Joel oh, yeah. can you know. It seemed like everybody in the QC at yep. Boston knew who he was yep. and feared him, right? Yep. So now that you know that he's going to obviously be pissed off, you know that there's a relationship that built that was built yeah, between. Yeah, he's a different person. Yeah, it, I, it. I think she actually makes a comment like about like re recognizing yeah. that he has feelings for her, and then she mm -hmm. tells him, you know, obviously I have feelings for her too. I knew her mother, blah blah blah, whatever. I was supposed to. <laughs> I was supposed. I. I yes, promised her mother understood. that I was going to keep her keep her safe. Yeah, so she, she said she understood. And she cries a little bit when she says it. After, yeah. I, I think you see the tear fall on her face afterwards yeah. when Joel gets escorted off. But and then she gives she gives that firefly idiot the her knife as a give this to him as a keepsake kind of thing, you know? Right. Like, so she, they obviously have a bond, and and 
you just yeah i i, I don't think i i think she she's why the she fireflies knows. never win yeah. <laughs> fireflies never win <laughs> yeah in, in in these scenarios you don't you don't give a 14 year old the choice you don't give the parent the choice you just do but at the if, same, you're, if, if i'm but, if okay. i'm the fireflies trying to save humanity I, but look at this way this is how i look at it so you can't give the 14-year-old a choice. No. Because you have 20 fireflies with machine guns sitting mm -hmm. there. And if she says no, you could still make her do it. Okay. But you right. definitely don't give the, the parent a choice. Well, no. What parent's going to sacrifice their kid? For, for uh, no parent's doing that. No, no, no. No. Yeah. I mean. I, I'm, I'm telling you, if, if I'm in the <laughs> shoes of the firefly, I'm not giving her a choice. I'm not giving him a choice. So you're saying boom, boom, done right there. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm. It's we're saving mankind here. There's there's no there's no there's no half measures. We're not half pregnant here, you know. <laughs> to, 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 for, if I'm in Marlene's position of power, that's I how you. I approach this. Okay, so I hear you. Now, from Joel's perspective, I'm not giving up my kid. I no. mean, uh, like especially especially after knowing my brother, her uncle quote-unquote, her new uncle, is raising freaking pigs to have bacon just yeah. a, a few states away. That's right. We can live in this post-apocalyptic world as is. Maybe I don't want to go. I don't want to save mankind. I don't want to, to save what's left because the people who are left are... Most of them are the worst versions of people left. It's true. Most of the good are gone. Yeah. So maybe I don't want you know, to to save these raiders and slavers yeah. who and, are, and who are apparently here there's not and that cannibals. Many, there's not that many infected around anyways. Yeah, there's, <laughs> not in this show. <laughs> so, so it's not like Walking Dead is herds of people coming, sure. coming down the highways and stuff in sure. major cities. So I'm like, listen, if it was my, if it, now if I'm in Joe's position, I'm not doing it whatsoever. Me and Ellie are going back to commune bacon with 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 with, with Tommy, and we're gonna live our lives as such and 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 chill till the end, because it's the new world. I I don't. Why do I need to go save the the scumbag Fedra people who are raping people and and, and hoarding apples and the the Firefly people who are flashbanging little girls and, and, and that didn't sound right. <laughs> But you get you get my idea. I get your idea. You get, you yeah, get my I, I understand. Get my I understand. So that's how I look at those two two things. Okay. Yeah. Okay. To be, so not to be too long winded. Let's let's finish recapping this story now. <laughs> the episode. All right. So Joel goes crazy, kills everybody inside. Yes. Uh, Very well done. Yeah. He uh, goes into the the surgery room. Yep. Uh, in the pediatric ward. I'm glad. I'm glad they stuck they stuck true to making sure that the surgery takes place in the pediatric center. Yeah. Um. Goes inside. Doctor says you're not taking this girl. Yeah, he brings a, a knife. He brings a knife. Not even a knife. What is a, 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 it's a scalpel? A scalpel. And yeah. the guy's holding like an AR-15. Like, what, what do you think you're gonna? Oh, no, yeah, yeah. He had a handgun at this hand point. Out. Still a knife to a gunfight. Yeah. Come on, man. Pops him. Gets Ellie. Um, goes down to the basement or to the to the car lot. Final whatever. board. And Final then level. obviously Marlene's there. Yeah. And they have a small conversation. Marlene. Weak again. Weak, weak again, but, but she tries to convince him. Ugh, she should have just popped him, to be honest. Exactly. She popped him in the head. Yeah. But bad she, leadership. She tries to convince him still, you know, hey, after every single thing you've done, after everybody you've killed, we can still yeah. save she's, this world, she's, really. She's trying to be diplomatic about it. She's trying to, like, walk it's him kinda, down. It seems kind of weird, but 
No, that kind of it's just bad leadership. It's okay. So, anyways, obviously that doesn't you know doesn't work out for her. Joel still shot. kills her. Yeah, shoots her. I think in the belly. Mm-hmm. Puts Ellie in the car. Realizes that there's a battery in the car, so we're all good <laughs> to go. Closes the hood. Here's Marlene, kind of like you know moaning and groaning because she's yeah. about to die. She goes over there, pleads for her life, and he says no because you'll still come after us. And boom, just executes her in the head. Yeah. That's leadership, I guess, that you're looking for. Yeah, and decisive then, action. Right. So then it fast forwards to them, uh, Joel driving away in the car mm-hmm. with Ellie in the back. She wakes up and then she and then he gives her the uh, tells her a lie. Says like, "Hey, turns out you're not the only one who's immune. There was yeah. a bunch of other people that were immune there. They they couldn't figure out how to make a cure, and so we left. The place got raided. Yeah, raiders. Mar- came. Marlene's dead. Yeah. And fireflies are gone, and that's it. Uh, Ellie doesn't doesn't seem like she buys his story. No, not yeah. at all. And then. Fast forwards again a little bit more in time. Uh, Ellie has clothes now because she just had her gown. They made a whole thing about I need to get you new clothes. Anyways, so they make it all the way back to Tommy's Tommy's town village, uh, which is called Jackson. Jackson. Okay. And she goes up to Joel and she she makes Joel swear. You mm-hmm. swear to me that well before then she was telling about that she didn't kill somebody oh yeah then he tell he, that she did yeah like yeah. that she that she did lie that she actually did kill someone and you actually find out like and this is one of the things that we wanted to have exactly. happen or see at the end at the end of the super important riley episode yeah could have seen it in an expanded version of a video game but we wanted to know what actually ended up happening yeah. before marlene finds ellie and it turns out that they did stay together and and uh riley does end up turning in front of ellie and so she actually ends up she does end up killing El, uh riley yes and so she confides in Joel and tells Joel this, but then makes Joel swear mm-hmm. that, you know, every single thing that he told her was true, that what happened with the fireflies. Yeah. And he swears. He lies. He has to. He it's lies. You lie to your children all the time. She says, okay, boom, fade to black, Sopranos, we're done. Yeah. Well, with uh, okay. She, she accepts With it. an okay. She accepts and that's, it. That's pretty much verbatim for what happens in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, the only difference... I believe, I mean, at least in the, I'm playing the remastered version that's on the PS5, and so they might have actually changed this part, but I believe when you played it for the first time on the PS3, you did have a choice. You could actually choose to lie to her, or or you could choose to tell her the truth. I never never told her the truth. In that scenario, would you tell your child the truth? Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. Not Not for something like that, no. No? No. They don't need to know that Papa executed... You know, thirty innocent people. It wasn't thirty, <laughs> the, and, and they weren't innocent. In the, in the video game, it was like forty-five yeah. to fifty yeah. people. Okay? But, but we're talking about the show here. A lot of people listening don't play the game, but it's, right. But but some. I mean, still, I, but you, some you don't tell people, them because of you, you. So you don't tell them because you're worried about her understanding that she, she kills people. She knows she kills people. No, I mean, I mean, I'm just messing. I mean, I don't think that she would need that. Hanging over her, hanging over her conscience. That's, like, that's a big thing to be living with. Yeah, to know that not to know that that he lied to her, that she actually is a cure that is viable to yeah. saving humanity, and it's guilt in there. All these people that wanted to make that happen: the doctor that's there, the nurses. Well, he doesn't execute the nurses, but um, the people that put together this, you know, medical facility. I guess to make to make this actually happen. Are all dead. Yeah. Some of them, you know, flashbang guy, bad guy. Marlene, good guy. I would think so. Okay. You know, so 
it's a lot of that's a lot of execution on her on her on her plate. And then also goes back to uh Sam and Henry and then even um Riley. Riley, Tess, all these people that she maybe was trying to like give her give a their reason. deaths meaning yeah. is now kind of taken away but then now it's like no it could actually have been you could have given them meaning if you would have let this actually happen yeah if you she i i think she wanted to i think she would have died so that's why i asked that question i think if they presented that to her hey you can save the world she probably would have yeah i think she would have and the way the character the way the character was was, and then i think if she if she expressed her her desire to do that to joel Joel would let that happen. Yeah. I'm not saying that she wouldn't uh, um, be down for that as a 14-year-old. I don't think they would have asked a 14-year-old to sacrifice themselves. In that world, why not? The way I think the way they did it was was good, where it's just she doesn't need to know, so she can just... That's true. She can go out in peace. Ignorance is bliss for a 14-year-old. That's true. But to your point, if they had asked Ellie, she would have been down for the cause. Right. Because that's just the way she is. She She's... She... And I... I wonder if, you know, going, doing the process, you know, did they ever think about, you know, what are they going to actually do to me? You know, am I going to be a, 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 a test mouse, you know, a lab rat, whatever they call it. You know, I think she was just, just thinking they were going to draw some blood. some blood, right? She obviously thought her blood had power yeah, because she, she tried to save, yeah, she, she tried to save, um, uh, Sam, Sam. Yeah. yeah. So, so I think she would have been, she would have been down for for it to to, to to sacrifice herself. Yeah, I think sure. so. Um, I, I lost I lost my train of thought. I was gonna say something, but that's okay. <laughs> we'll sit here in silence and wait for that no, to no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's I mean that's no, uh, but uh, I think the, I remember what I was gonna say it's like that. I don't want to say su- um, survivor's guilt, whatever they call that, but it's you know it, it would have been a lot to tell her because now she's gonna think like wow every time someone gets infected or dies or has to deal with raiders or what whatnot that she's indirectly responsible because she could have led to a cure and that could that could lead her to one day you know getting up and going to find fireflies on her own um to think to to try to you know you know save herself yeah uh, save the world um you know there's a lot of things that can save the cheerleader huh save Save the the cheerleader save save the world the cheerleader save the world yeah, so it's it, I I understand why he he lied, and I understand why she knows that he lied, and she accepts it. She does for now, for now, for yeah. now, for yeah. now. All right. Well, I mean, overall execution of this episode, I think it was done pretty well. Oh yeah, they um, they they do they do a great job with it. They did a great job for for season one of of a you know a very highly popular game. So you have a group of people who are watching it who are eyeing it with, you know, a magnifying glass to make sure that it does the game justice, right? Right. And then you you have the other group who are like, you know, never played the game, but you still got to produce something that's that works for television, you know? Right. So they, they did a great job in that for season one. Did it, did it have some stuff that I, I, I wish they had expanded on well i'm sure I'll, we'll we'll have a couple episodes to talk about that um podcast episodes to talk about that further yeah. um but i liked the episode i thought it was it was well done i do miss the christmas aspect of it you know it would have been great to see sure. and it would have been great for it to what is that what do they think wreck the internet you know um 
if if it was you know if you remember how when when they killed Ned Stark in Game of Thrones how big that was because it was a far greater group of people who didn't read the books right right so it was really fresh and everybody was like wow that was kind of big or the red wedding right i think there's a significant this, amount of people that are watching this show that haven't played the video game probably pro, they, they, on, on hbo man on, on a show on hbo yeah i think so they sold like 30 million copies of the sh- of the of, of the of the the game yeah they sold a lot and i think most of the people watching did play the game yeah because this 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 but, is but hey i just that's that might be a skewed number because i've bought this game three times okay <laughs> i bought it when it was on uh, playstation 3 i bought it when it was remastered on playstation 4 and i just now rebought it when it was remastered on playstation 5 yeah so I... if they're counting all those iterations together yes there's that a lot number of... skewed a little yeah, bit but I, I really do think like especially this the first run because you know nowadays uh, there are a group of people who are not going to watch this until all the episodes are available so they can binge it. Sure, yeah. And, and people schedule. I, I know a ton of people. They're, they're, this is on their quote-unquote list. They're not They're not watching it weekly like we are. But a lot of the people who watch this right now, they, they play the game too. The bulk right. of the people. Maybe as the months go on, you'll get more people who didn't play the game to watch it because of the, the hype and the success that the show has gotten. But I'll be safe to say the majority of people watching this first run, they're they mostly the gamers. Okay. So it was a lot to live up to. Well, here's what I think our plan is, at least for the next two episodes. So I think what we should do is wrap this episode yes. up. Let's re- let's give this, like, you know, a, it's points, a points review. The next episode, we'll do the deep dive like we normally do as mm-hmm. far as, like, pull some scenes, talk about some scenes individually, oh, yeah. um, you know. Easter eggs, Easter eggs, stuff like Some that. Nice Easter eggs in here. The next episode after that needs to be an overall episode or overall season review. Yes, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna rewatch the, all the season. Like we're gonna binge watch it. So that way, some episodes that might not have been as good by themselves in that one week, but if you're able to binge watch it all in like a day or two, and you kind of cram the, oh. that that uneven episode in between two good episodes, does it make that episode better? Oh, which episode? There was only one episode that I didn't really like this season. <laughs> the, the, the the two episodes was it last episode? Two episodes ago. Are you talking about the rally episode? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't, I I don't think way. you could connect those. I mean, overall, there was one Kansas City episode that was building up. If you put the two Kansas City episodes together, they're great. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I see what yeah. you're saying. All right, that'll be cool. I think I'm with you on that. But anyways, overall, I think this episode, I'd give this episode. Ooh, that's tough. Let me think for a second. You know, I'm gonna go with a nine on this episode. Yeah, nine I, out of ten. I, I, I think it's nine I, out of ten. Um, I, it's definitely like I said before. I think this episode follows more closely to the source material than any of the other episodes did. Yeah, but I think it needed it needed to. You yeah. know what I mean? When when Joel is mowing down those um, fireflies with the music going in the background, it's a great scene. I yeah. mean, was, they did a really good job in the episode. Yeah, I think they did too it's definitely a nine or a 10. Yeah. There's not much to complain here. And the, the, there was good emotional connection again to show you between Ellie and Joel. They they did a great job. They really did. I think they did also. All right. I think it's going to wrap this episode up. Yes, sir. Um, Got a lot to say on Wednesday though. Yes. Yes, we do. Um, Thanks to everybody for listening. Don't forget we've been rebranded. I forgot to start off this episode with that. We are the extremists. Uh, don't forget to check out our Mandalorian episodes that we drop every Wednesday. 
Uh, so be on the lookout for that. We also have more of the shows coming up, which we'll be talking about as soon as they're ready. We have some new episodes of uh, Still Holds Up that'll be airing hopefully in the next week or so. Yes, so be sir. on the lookout for those. Um, thank you, everybody, for your support. Um, also, don't forget, if, if there's anything that happened in this episode that you really liked or you didn't like that you'd like us to discuss in the next episode, uh, feel free to message us at, um, what is it again, Max? Info at uh, com or on our um, Twitter account. Twitter uh, account? At rot underscore your brain. Yep. And then we also got a Patreon page. Yes, sir. Uh, Patreon.com slash um, rot your brain media. Yeah. You get all our good stuff. All that information is at the bottom of the podcast. You can, you know, follow the links there. Yeah. Um, just because the Last of Us season finale aired doesn't mean we're done. We have, we have, um, like you said, we're going to do the recap. Yeah. Feedback episode on Wednesday. We're going to do wrap up, and we we have a special episode where we're bringing in a couple of our, um, you know. Loyal listeners, loyal listeners who are going to actually be on the podcast to give their insight. Yeah, we have a couple of them lined up, so that's going to be awesome. And then we have a uh, 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 probably have some some fun with some other things. So there'll be other you know Last of Us content. Yeah, that goes that goes on immediately over the next month or two and throughout the, the as anticipation for season two. Yeah, we'll pepper some stuff in yeah, throughout. Yeah. yeah. While we're doing uh, Mandalorian, Severance, Tulsa King, eventually it's going to come back at the end of the year. So we'll be doing a couple other yep. stuff there. Yep. All right. Thank you everyone for listening and um, we'll catch you next time. Music composed by Kyle Torme. Additional bed music composed by Jason Zaffrey. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Last of Us, a Rot Your Brain podcast. Subscribe to The Last of Us podcast feed at rotyourbrainmedia.com slash The Last of Us. Follow us on Twitter at rot underscore your brain and support Rot Your Brain Media and its podcast by being a part of this exciting new and growing community. Visit patreon.com slash rotyourbrainmedia.com.